unlike Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci, Locked On Boston Bruins is officially back after a brief vacation hiatus. The Boston Bruins have a new assistant coach and signed some players who will compete for playing time on the blue line as this team will begin the season with some key injuries at that position. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, July 22nd, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day, free and available wherever you get podcasts, as well as on YouTube. So please do subscribe to both the audio and video uh, components of the podcast. That would be very much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins, same handle on Instagram, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. Last few days, the fam and I were away, uh, enjoying some time in Montreal, and prior to that, a family wedding in Ottawa, but it's great to be back with you here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast to discuss what did happen with the black and gold over the past few days. And one of the biggest things was the hiring of John Gruden as an assistant coach. Gruden spent the past four seasons as an assistant with the New York Islanders. We know that that team had been successful prior to this past season, advancing to the Eastern Conference Final two years in a row, uh, where they lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Prior to his time with the Islanders, Gruden spent two seasons behind the bench as head coach of the Hamilton Bulldogs, a team that plays just about 45 minutes south of me in the Ontario Hockey League. In 2017-18, the Bulldogs won the J. Ross Robertson Cup as champions of the OHL. Uh, they had a player named Mackenzie Entwistle on the team. He's now with the Chicago Blackhawks. He was traded to the Guelph Storm the next season, and they won the OHL championship in 2019. Before that, he coached for the Flint Firebirds of the OHL, and he began his coaching career as an assistant for the U.S. National Team Development Program from 2011 to 2015, helping lead Team USA to gold medals at both the 2012 and 2014 Under-18 World Championships. It's a bit of a homecoming for Gruden. He was originally selected by the Bruins in the eighth round of the 1990 NHL Entry Draft played in 59 games with the Bruins from 93 to 96 as an imposing 6-foot, 200-pound blue liner. 
And it's his history as a defenseman that brought him back to Boston. John Gruden heard the Bruins were looking for an assistant coach to oversee their defenseman. After the decision to part ways with Kevin Dean, uh, that decision was made by Bruce Cassidy before he was fired. John Gruden reached out to Bruins general manager Don Sweeney, asked for Jim Montgomery's phone number, and after several conversations with the new head coach and the GM, the Minnesota native is back in Boston where he began his pro career about 30 years ago. At a or in a media availability with uh, Gruden on Thursday, Gruden said when he heard that Montgomery got the job, he texted Sweens and asked for Montgomery's number because he knew they were looking for a defenseman coach. Again, he's going to take the place of Kevin Dean. Uh, Montgomery called them right away. The process took about 10 days, a couple weeks. Montgomery went through his due diligence. They spent a lot of time on Zoom calls as Gruden currently in his home in Michigan. Uh, he talked to Don again, lengthy process, but they both came to the conclusion that he would be the best guy for the job. And he's very excited to work with Montgomery and the rest of the staff and be back with a great organization. Again, he spent the past four seasons as an assistant with the Islanders under Barry Trotz. Has never coached with Montgomery, but always appreciated his work from a distance. They have crossed paths. He's got a lot of respect for uh, Montgomery, what he's done at every level that he's coached. He's a great guy to be around, and he's excited for the opportunity to work with Jim and the rest of the staff. That currently includes Joe Sacco and Chris Kelly. Joe Sacco had been in discussions to coach the San Jose Sharks, but that job has gone to David Quinn, who had been also in contention for the Bruins job. Gruden said he's already kind of talked to Montgomery around adding more offense from the blue line. Uh, an area that Montgomery has already been focusing on. Um, they have to create more movement in the offensive zone, particularly among the two defensemen along the blue line. A little more active without losing the ability to defend. Uh, you can still do both. Grow on the offensive part to get the defense more involved, get the puck to the forwards, and take the ice when it's available, but not force it. Gruden said he's familiar playing against Boston. Of course, the Bruins lost to the Islanders in the playoffs a couple years ago. And he said it's exciting to build on something that's already there with Montgomery's new vision and the other staff. He's familiar with some of Boston's blue liners, including Matt Grizzlick, Charlie McAvoy, Connor Clifton, all of whom came up through the U.S. National Development Program. And, um, yeah, he is very excited to 
get going and come full circle to get this opportunity from Jim, Don, the Bruins organization. It's exciting for him, his family, and um, I think this will be a good addition for the Boston Bruins. Um, again, played only 92 games over six NHL seasons with Boston, Ottawa, Washington, and has gone on to have a pretty successful coaching career to date. So John Gruden in the mix, looking to bring more offense from Boston's blue line. That will be a challenge to begin the season, seeing as Matt Grizzlick, Charlie McAvoy, Mike Riley will begin on injured reserve. The Bruins have signed some defensemen um, internally that will compete for jobs. We'll talk about that here in a moment. But first, a quick word about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one source for odds, lines, and games. That includes Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in game betting, scores, podcasts, they have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today at Bet Online, where the game starts. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Starting July 18th, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the oddsmakers at Bet Online. Available July 18th on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcasts, and on YouTube. Be sure to check that out as well as the Locked On Patriots podcast. So John Gruden will come in looking to build more offense from the blue line. And that will be a challenge with some significant injuries on the blue line to begin the season. McAvoy, Grizzlick, Riley. One guy who will get the opportunity to shine in their absence is Jack Ashan. He was signed to a one-year, two-way contract with an NHL cap hit of $750,000 for next season. He appeared in six games with the Bruins last season, scoring his first career NHL goal in a win over Chicago on March 10th. He also appeared in 46 AHL games with the Providence Bruins, six goals and 17 assists for 23 points. Um, So he will certainly get an opportunity to play as a left-hand shot coming in at the beginning of the season. He looked very good in his limited time with the Bruins. His possession numbers, underlying numbers were very strong. And uh, yeah, he could certainly get an opportunity to even get some power play time with Riley and Grizzlick on the shelf as a left-hand shot to begin the season. The Bruins also signed forward Matt Philippi to a one-year, two-way contract with a cap hit of 
dollars, $787,500. He appeared in 59 AHL games with Providence last season, 7 goals, 10 assists for 17 points. 6'3", 196-pound forward in Philippi's case. Another defenseman who was signed is Ryan Mast. Selected in the sixth round by the Bruins in 2021. 19 years old. He appeared in 59 games with Sarnia of the OHL last year. Nine goals, 22 assists for 31 points. By all accounts, he uh, impressed in development camp. And while it's probably a long shot that he will be playing in Boston anytime soon. That progression as a sixth round pick certainly is encouraging. So two defensemen, one forward signed to uh, two-way contracts for next season. That's the tidy bit of business that um, Don Sweeney managed to put together last week. One other bit of news, Brett Harrison, center prospect who plays for the Oshawa Generals, he uh, was invited to Team Canada's evaluation camp as they look to put together a team for the 2023 World Junior Championship in December. He last represented Canada at the Under-18 World Junior Championship in 2021. What didn't happen last week, of course, was any news pertaining to Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci. The Bruins still looking for some creative ways to fit them underneath the salary cap. One thing kind of holding that up is Pavel Zaka's next contract. The... Recently acquired forward has filed for salary arbitration. Meaning, if he and the Bruins can't reach a deal before uh, his hearing comes up, then an independent arbitrator will look at Zaka's career path, look at his production last season, and will award him what they believe to be a fair deal. Uh, Zaka elected not to accept his one-year, $3 million qualifying offer. Uh, Bruins and Zaka can agree on a contract before the August 11th hearing, or that's the latest date that hearings will take place. Hearing won't be necessary, but if it does come up, then they will be beholden to the decision rendered by the arbitrator and can either sign him to that deal or walk away, which would be quite a choice after trading Eric Howla to the New Jersey Devils in order to acquire Zaka in the first place. As of right now, the Bruins have $4.758 million in available cap space. With Zaka 
to sign as well as Jack Stanika. Uh, those are the remaining restricted free agents that they have to sign. So they're going to have to get creative when it comes to Bergeron and Krejci. Do they wait until Zaka signs? Do they try to free up some cap space by perhaps buying out Nick Foligno, perhaps trading uh, Thomas Nosek, Craig Smith, um, perhaps Jake DeBrusque, but likely not since he has agreed to stay. Maybe they look to trade Charlie Coyle, who has a uh, eight-team no-trade list that he would have to submit. That leaves some options if um, they want to deal Charlie Coyle and his $5.25 million cap hit. So we'll see what becomes of this here in the coming days, weeks, however long it drags on for the Bruins to bring Krejci and Bergeron into the mix. Until it happens, of course, there's always some uncertainty, but I do expect... I do expect Bergeron to be in the mix for sure. Jury's still out on Krejci. That could go either way. But Don Sweeney has been pretty positive about it, saying there has been some positive communication. Uh, I believe he's still in the U.S. vacationing down in South Carolina. So all signs point to both of them being back with the Bruins next season. But they have to get the Zaka contract situation settled they have to clear some cap space either by way of shedding salary or a buyout perhaps using LTIR waiting until that has to be done uh, but again the blue line is an obvious choice for some movement um, a Mike Riley perhaps a Matt Grizzlick could be moved they have six defensemen making over $3 million with Jacobs Borrell and Connor Clifton as the 7th and 8th most expensive guys. They could easily step in to top six roles. Um, so, you know, Riley for sure is a candidate uh, to be moved. Perhaps his injury situation makes that a bit more difficult. But... Keep it locked to Locked On Boston Bruins for all the latest when it comes to the black and gold. YouTube subscribers will get breaking bonus news coverage in immediate reaction clips posted to the Locked On Boston Bruins channel. Thank you again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. Make your second listen the Locked On NHL podcast. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute dose of all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world with Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute podcast. One of the big stories in my absence was Matthew Kachuk looking to get out of Calgary as he has informed the team that he won't sign a long-term Contract. This comes after Johnny Godreau surprisingly decided to sign with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Mike Johnston, Sportsnet, added that there are 
six teams that he is willing to be traded to. The St. Louis Blues, Vegas Golden Knights, New Jersey Devils, Nashville Predators, Dallas Stars, Detroit Red Wings, and New York Islanders. Of course, for the Bruins' sake, we don't want him to go to the Detroit Red Wings. New Jersey Devils wouldn't be great either. Uh, nor would the Islanders be preferable if he stays out in the Western Conference. Uh, the Blues look like the most likely destination. Predators signed Nino Niederreiter, so that probably takes them off the list. Panthers have limited cap space. Um, Senators do have the cap space, and it would probably be really cool if he played alongside his brother, Brady, in Ottawa, but the Senators already did make a play for Alex Dabrinkit, Claude Giroux, so that seems unlikely. In terms of the Bruins, Jimmy, uh, sorry, Joe Haggerty of Boston Hockey Now doesn't believe the Bruins are in any position to make a blockbuster move to acquire Kachuk. No surprise there. I just talked about their salary cap issues as it is. The only possible scenario would be a one-for-one -one swap with David Pasternak. Um, but, of course, there's some uncertainty when it comes to his long-term contract and what that might cost. And the Bruins are already pretty heavy on the left side with Brad Marchand, Taylor Hall, Jake DeBrusque is, of course, a natural left winger as well. Right now, the focus is signing David Pasternak to a long-term extension and getting David Krejci and Patrice Bergeron under the cap. He would, have, though, be a pretty good Boston Bruin in my mind. I think that's it for uh, today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Oh, just seeing now that Zaka's arbitration date is, in fact, August 11th. So the Bruins have a few weeks to remain in talks with him. Ideally, they'd get him signed to a long-term deal. Uh, again, they have $4.7 million in available cap space. So perhaps they try to do a little bit of a bridge with the assurance that they'll sign him to a bigger deal once some of these contracts come off the books at the end of next season. I hope you've all had a great week. Uh, appreciate all the uh, well wishes while we were on holiday. And uh, for those of you who tweeted saying, can't wait for the pod to come back. I really do appreciate that. Uh, next week will be five days straight and then through the month of august the podcast will be uh th three days a week promise to have some uh interviews some friends on here to give you some different voices uh quick travel recommendation if you are able to get to montreal anytime soon highly recommend it it's such a fun city even if you have family kids uh we stayed in the neighborhood of lachine and it was Really cool 
being right on the waterfront. Some great parks there, splash pad, restaurants. Uh, we made it up to the Biodome, Olympic Stadium, Old Montreal, Science Center. Just a great spot uh, for everyone to visit. Montreal is such a cool spot. Not a fan of the hockey team, but a big fan of the city. Hope you all have a great weekend. I will jump on the YouTube channel if and when there is any breaking news. Uh, and I'll be back Monday to bring you all the latest on the Boston Bruins and more here on the Locked On Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.